Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky, and welcome to the Round 17 preview. A day late, schedules and life got in the way, but here we are. Um, a split round, obviously got Origin coming up next week, so we've got the last eight teams that have their buy rounds. So from a Supercoach perspective, obviously a lot of teams, you know, fielding less than 10. In the NRL, a couple of teams around that mid-table looking to really solidify their spot around the eight. And a couple of powerhouses looking to really put some scores on to show some authority during this origin break. So let's get right into it. Obviously, we missed the first game previewing. It was the Raiders 30 defeating the Manly Seagulls 16 at Manly. And this was a huge, huge upset in my opinion. I did have Manly winning this pretty comfortably by 16 points. Um, I just thought, you know, Ruben Garrick, Kieran Four, and Dylan Walker, you know, all those guys in attack would be too much for the Raiders. But the Raiders played a really, really good brand of footy. Uh, I thought Sam Williams and Josh Hodgson really controlled the game. The game did turn. You know, Manly were up pretty early and pretty convincingly that disallowed Brad Parker try. And from there, you know, Tom Starling came into a dummy half. They moved Hodgson more into a 13-half role, and him and Sam Williams really played off. Matt Frawley, you know, he was playing as a six, but really he was there as a last tackle option. Not, not much doing, but... I thought Sam Williams and Josh Hodgson had huge games. I thought the forward pack stood up well. I thought, especially in that second half, you know, James Soliola came on, had some good stints. And I think Tarpane, you know, got beat for a pretty easy try by Olakowatu. But I thought other than that, played a pretty good game of footy there. So, again, I did not expect it coming. I thought Manly would be able to really show some dominance. You know, the stigma of a Manly side without Tom Travojevic, it continues. Um you know, they just can't, they do look pretty lost without the lead man there. You know, I thought there were a couple of sweet plays, especially where, you know, if Turbo was out the back, he was going to get that ball. And I thought Ruben, you know, got the ball either too late, didn't get it at all. I thought, you know, we saw what he did against a couple of weeks ago against the Cowboys when he was filling in at fullback. You know, he's a very adequate fullback. But the attack was just off, you know. The pass was too late. There was a couple of guys, you know, I thought the halves did too much running for my opinion. I thought Dylan Walker really needed to kind of show his hand a little bit more and play out the back to his teammates. I think they really missed Jake Javorovic as well. This is a game, if there was no, you know, even no DCE and no Tom Turbo, if Jake plays in this game, I think Jake gets the board where he needs to be and they do win this game. So, look, it, for Manly, it's a pretty cruel loss, but for, for the for the Ra- Raiders, it's a great win. You know, they're now... Right on the eight. And, you know, with all the stuff going on with the Dragons and some of the teams around the eight with some of the injury suspensions they have, the Raiders now come right into this because they will get Jack Wyden back. They will get Josh Pobliti back. That's their two best players in theory. They'll be coming back into this side. Now, what do they do with the fullback slot? No Bailey Simonson. They had Xavier Savage filling in. Did okay. Look, you know, I've been saying it all season. I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen an Albert Hoppawati in the one yet. Uh, we've seen Caleb Aiken, didn't really work. I think it's time for an Albert Hopper-Wider to come in there and really show his stuff. You know, I think even pushing Rapina back to fullback and having Matt Tomoko come into the side, these are all things that could happen. But, you know, it's a great win for them. Like I said, the forwards stood up. Uh, I thought Hodgson especially, him and Sam Williams. Sam Williams got a double, but Hodgson really steered the team around and got him where they needed to go. So a great win 
for the Raiders. Again, did not tip it at all. I had mainly by 16. Top points where I had was Ruben Garrick. But if you had Sam Williams, 103 points, you're absolutely cheering from a Supercoach perspective there. On to the next game of the round. It's the South Sydney Rabbitohs hosting the North Queensland Cowboys. Obviously, the origin contingent is out for the Rabbitohs. So, Cam Murray, Damian Cook, Dane Gagai, Joe Arrow, we'll get to in a minute. Latrell Mitchell all out. Blake Taffy is in. Jaden Sewer. You got you know a couple couple of other changes there for the for the Cowboys. They've got uh, Hammer, who's obviously on origin duties with Valentine Holmes and Francis Muller, who is out. Connolly Lamelu is back in the side, which is a huge boost. Peter Holler and Tim Gilbert as well. So in this one here, it's going to be very interesting. You know, this Cowboys side is kind of, again, one of those teams really scrapping. You know, they're in 11th right now, but a win here would, you know, get them right up in touching distance of the eight. But the Rabbitohs, I think, again, will have too much class. When you look at those outs they've got, you know, when you look at the, the, the great number of players they've got out, you know, they've still got you know, a Campbell Graham, a Cody Walker, an Adam Reynolds, you know, an Alex Johnston. And in the forwards, you know, Tom Burgess, Kula Matangi, you know, Jaden Sua, most most teams would have in their side there. So it's going to be very, very interesting. I do think the Raiders win this pretty handily. I do have them winning by 20. I just think, you know, like I said, Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds, just ha- having those two guys there makes a huge, huge difference. So um, for the Cowboys, you know, this is a, we're getting to the point of the season now for the Cowboys where we're going to have to really see uh, Tom Dean or Scott Drinkwater. To me, they're both fighting for fighting for their um, positions for next year. Obviously, I think Chad Townsend walks into this side in the number seven jersey. So it's all going to be about who gets the sixth jersey. To me, look, you know, it can't get to a point where they're going to be kind of battling out against each other. Um, they've got to really play as a team and, you know, I both both guys like to get the ball in hand, like to have a bit of a dart. So it's going to be very, very interesting. Dejan Arcee in the one is a very inspired pick for me. I think he's been whole, like, you know, he's been 18th man quite a few times this year. We saw him come in the first grade last year, have a couple of really good moments. And he gets a chance here. You know, this this Cowboys pack, you know, the pack is still intact from what they've normally been playing. Hess, Robson, McLean, Wright, Dunn, and Tom Malolo. They're, they're all those guys there, you know, Gilbert, Burr, Lukey off the bench. Their four pack is untouched. If Dejan Ice can get some nice ball, I'll be really interested to see what he can do against a kind of depleted uh, Rabbitoh side. But from the Rabbitoh side, I'm really excited to see Blake Taffy again in the one jersey. And this back line, you know, Johnston, Burns, Graham, Milne, you know, it's it's not the worst one in the comp and they're, they're missing a couple of, you know, key players. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens. But again, just too much class, you know. I just look at the, especially in the forward pack, you know, even though man, the Rabbits are depleted in the forward pack, you know, I still think Nichols, Burgess, Kulmatungi, Sua and Sile is probably better what, than what the Cowboys have been throwing out there. So it's going to be extremely, extremely interesting to see here um, what happens. But I do have the Rabbits winning pretty convincingly here. Again, I just think the class of the two halves will get them through. Benji at hooker, you know, they've obviously got Marzullis on the bench who will come on and do, you know, a bit of a rest for Benji. But Benji out of nine, you know, I think it's something that can really work. And even when, you know, Peter comes on on the field, I think Benji can just move straight into that 13 role and they can have the four kind of playmakers, shifty players out of dummy half and in the first receiver slots there. So Roberts in this one, can I can I see an upset? It's at McDonald, McDonald Jones Stadium. Look, I don't really see it. You know, Tom Bolo has a huge game. 
drink water and didn't play out of their mind and nasty has some good things. It could be close, but I think the Rabbits will just have too much class in the end. Moving on to the next game, it's the Bulldogs hosting the Sydney Roosters. This is at Bankwest Stadium, obviously closed doors to the public. So Trent Barrett has uh, given four of the five COVID-5 their start back. So Brandon Wakeham's the only one missing out. That means Kyle Flanagan retains his spot. So Corey Waddell moves into the second row. Sione Katoa replaces Marshall King, who is suspended. Aaron Shop comes in for Manu. And Dylan Napa is in for uh, CF Manifor 9 off the bench. So Joe Simpson is promoted into the starting pack uh, with Jackson Topene dropping out altogether and Matt Dury, who's out with uh, head knock. For the Roosters, some huge in. So Victor Radley is back from his suspension, so he's back at lock. Ben Marshy also returns from a uh, suspension, but he is not even in the 21-man squad, so he looks like he is out of the picking order altogether. Isaac Liu moves into the second row in place of Angus Crichton, with Radley taking the lock spot. Billy Smith makes his first appearance since 2009. Huge, huge in for the Great Britain International. So Joey Manu uh, moves from the centre when Billy Smith were a place, and Manu goes for fullback for James Tedesco. Trista Swali has been named in the 21, but it looks like he may do a late-game switch with Matt Ikevalu like he did last week. Drew Hutchison does move into the 5-8 slot like I did predict last week. So Lachlan moves back to the interchange bench. Nat Butcher and Fletcher Baker um, are on the bench. Oh, sorry, Ben Thompson is on the bench for Fletcher Baker, who is in isolation, and Daniel Fafita, who is suspended. So this one here, look, it's looking like it's one-way traffic here. I think, you know, from a super coach perspective, this is a game for me that I've kind of loaded up on. You know, I see no way. Obviously, you kind of think back to that Roosters-Broncos game earlier in the season. I think there is zero chance of that happening in this game. I think the Roosters are going to be far too strong. You look at that Roosters side, you know, just kind of looking through it. You've got a Kiwi International, Aussie International, Aussie International. You've got a England International, a couple of guys. You've got Sam Walker, who's going to be a future international. You've got Takiyaho and Hargreaves up front. You know, you still got Tupanua, Radley. Liu, there's too much class, too much class here. I think Sam Walker, Joey Manu are going to be the key conductors in this one and really get the job done. The Bulldogs, you know, they'll put up a fight um, getting some of their good players back this week. You know, I think Shop has been a shining light for them this year. I think he might firm up as a spot for next year. Kyle Flanagan's another chance, which I'm excited to see. And that four pack, you know, they do get some bodies back. Hetherington, Katoa, Thompson, Waddell, Stimson and Jackson's a starting rotation. Not the best, but again, better than what they had last week. But, yeah, one-way traffic for me. I think Victor Radley, especially in the third 13 jersey, we've seen what it, what that team is with Victor in the 13. Obviously, he was in that game against the Broncos, but his head wasn't in there. Got, got on the report four times from memory. The five-game suspension, look, it's now passed him. He's now going to move on, and I think he can really, really start to, you know, be a key cog for this team to make a top-four charge. I think Drew Hodgson being back at the sixes, like I said, if they needed him to take those big long kicks from their own half and get Sam Walker out of danger for those late contact hits that he can, the teams can really on last tackle when you're kicking from inside your 30, you're looking for this distance and you're putting your, your foot right through the ball. You're just going to be really in line for a huge shot. And that's what Sam Walker was doing all the last couple of games. So I'm excited to see Drew Hutchinson, his booming boot back in the team. I think Drew will have a big impact. I think just him being in the team, doing those kicks will now free up Sam Walker to really now conduct the team and you know there'll be a little bit more runs because he won't take those hits earlier in the game or like it overall Joey Mano fullback we've seen it a couple of times he's a game winner on his own and having a guy like Daniel Tupo and Josh Morris Billy Smith you know and Joseph Swally when he comes into the side here 
it's just all things that the the great haters have luxuries of doing. You know, you have all the outs for the roosters. I'm sure the Bulldogs would like to have some of those guys coming into their side, but that's not the way it is. I think, like I said, the war the roosters will get the job done here pretty convincingly. A scoreline prediction. Look, I don't think they're gonna go, they won't top out massively. I do think it'll be something in the lines of 36 to 10. You know, I just think they'll be too far too strong because there's too much class here. And, you know, the Bulldogs, they'll come back after last week, obviously 66, and they've got some players coming back, but I don't think they've got uh, enough to close the gap that much there. Last game of the round here, the Sharks versus the Warriors. This one is at Nestrada Jubilee, again, under closed doors. For the Sharks, Matt Moylan is sidelined with a calf injury. He was a late pullout last week. So Connor Tracy moves from the centres to 5'8". Will Smith, uh, sorry, Will Chambers returns uh, to the centres after missing the Brisbane game due to family duties. That moves uh, Braden Trimble back to the bench and Marion Hawati uh, drops to the reserves. For the Warriors, a couple of huge ins. Reese Walsh returns from a hamstring injury, so that pushes Roger Tuivasa-Shek to the wing. Matt Lodge, the off-season, the mid-season recruit from the Broncos, moves straight into the pack. So Kane Evans uh, moves to the interchange bench. Cody Nikarima also is back in the uh, halves there. So it does do a couple of things here with Tohu, Tohu Harris also being out with a shoulder injury. Just Tavanga moves into the starting lock position. You've got Bailey Sirenen, who will swap places with Ben murdoch Masilla. He'll move back to the bench. Elise Gatoa has been named, but he did uh, have a shoulder and ankle complaints. So he'll need to get through a shoulders run. Chad Towns is the man who moves out of the seven jersey due to his injury, and Nick Rima promotes into the six. Sean Sullivan moves into the seven. Rocco Berry has replaced Adam Pompey in the centres, and Ed Cozy drops out to accommodate Roger Tulvasashek. This is obviously the toughest game of the round. If you're looking at a tipping comp, I think the first, well, obviously, the, the upset last night of the Raiders probably busted quite a few perfect rounds, but I do think this is the other close one of the round. To me, I've got the Sharkies here. Look, again, you can't really just pin it all in one game last week. Yes, they were very, very poor, and they did not get the job anywhere close to what it needed to be done. But I still think there's a lot of class in this uh, in this Warriors pack. For Sean Johnson, It's a he's finally come up against a team that he's now going back to next year. So it's going to be a bit of a prover game, I think. You know, I still think it's going to be very, very interesting here. I think Connor Tracy moving into the sixth jersey is also another. We've kind of seen Connor Tracy filling in the centres in the wing spot here early in the season, but I'm really excited to see him get the ball in hand a lot more. I think him and Sean Johnson is an interesting half combination. You know, I think Sean Johnson will have to do the majority of the kicking and the organising, and Connor Tracy will be moving more into a running role. Um, but then you look to the other side. Reese Walsh, you know, I think if Reese Walsh plays last week against the Dragons, that's a pretty easy victory for the Warriors. And these are two teams, again, right around that eight that cannot let this game go, uh, go away here. They both need the win. I think Reese Walsh is a huge inclusion. Roger on the wing, kind of pick his moments and really, you know, come into the middle of the field when he wants to. I think it's working on you know, a nice combination there. Cody Nickering was a huge in for me. I think you saw last week it was really screaming for and Chad did a good, good job. And if you heard my review last week, I was not putting that loss on uh Chad Townsend doing the field goal and a couple of couple of late game decisions. But you kind of saw that Cody Nickrimer is the lead playmaker of this team. The forward pack he loved to work behind. Yes, there's no two who Harris, but it's a great forward pack. Adam Fanil Blake, uh, Adam Fanil Blake, Wade Egan, Matthew Lodge, Elise Katoa, Bailey Siren, and Jazz Tavanga. Guys that can get the job done, get the get the ball rolling. I really, really do like it. 
And again, you look at a guy like Reese Walsh coming off the back of that. Their back line is starting to really, you know, come into place here. Uh, Dallin, Rockaberry, Marcelo Montoya, Roger Tulvasacek. It's all coming together. Look, I'm very, very, very tempted to tip, to tip the Warriors here. And I may change my, take, my tip on game day. Uh, but I just think the War- the Sharks need to have a bounce back here. The Sharkies need to really come in. You know, you look at, again, their four pack is similar. To, you know, I think they can match what the Warriors can put out in Tolman, Braley, Woods, Nakora, Wilton, and Rudolph. But I think Sean Johnson is the lead half in this game out of the four. I think Will Kennedy and Reese Walsh, as good as Reese Walsh is, I think Will Kennedy is having a very underrated season. You know, Sienna Katoy being back for around, Bill Chambers coming into the side, Ramey and Mulatal on the other edge. I just think the, the Sharks here, it's going to be a very close, I think it's going to be a very good game. Got the scoreline pipped at 26-24 here. Nice close game again. I just think the Sharkies will really be doing after last week, as will the Warriors, don't get me wrong. But again, I just think the Sharks have a bit too much for in the tank here. And should get the done should get the job done there. So that was the round 17 preview, guys. Obviously, like I said, it's a shortened one this week with all the origin and buy rounds. We'll be back later in the in the uh weekend and the next week. But quite a few things locked up. Want to do a podcast about these COVID breaches. Um, obviously, want to do a post-17 super coach outlook here. Obviously, now everyone's teams is we're, we're on the run home now, so we're looking a bit of that. Obviously got a, an origin, didn't do an origin to uh, recap, want to kind of match that in with the origin three preview. I think everyone who watched origin two was kind of a one-way traffic and battle there. So we'll talk about that. Obviously then got to do the recap for origin and we'll do a recap for this round as well. So quite a few things coming up on the, on, the re, on the rewind. We'll be having quite a few more podcasts than we normally do, trying to smash them out as much as we can to get the content out. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.